Hello, and welcome to We Don't Owe You Shit. The first thing I want to do is thank all of you who have listened to my first couple of episodes. Um, I really do appreciate you all tremendously. This week, we're going to talk about parenting. Um, and no, I don't mean parenting tips. I don't mean, you know, how I became a parent. I mean, I'm going to get real, real, down, dirty, gritty, transparent, all of the things. Are you ready? Most of y'all know me as Papa Seahorse. Um, I'm Caden Coleman. I'm the black gay trans man who has gone viral twice for being pregnant who is pretty controversial because on one hand, there's these people who are like, oh my gosh, like this transmasculine person, this black transmasculine person um, has had two beautiful children. On the other hand, there are trans people who feel like me being pregnant, openly pregnant, um, openly a seahorse dad, somehow... Um, makes them look bad. It makes everybody think that all trans men are transmasculine people, want to have babies, are even open to having babies. And to all of that, I say, ciao, fuck all that. Here's the thing. When I work and I get my hard-earned money, I want to spend it on myself. I know that's selfish. But I want to go on vacations and I want to splurge and I want to buy whatever pair of Jordans I want to buy and I want to buy whatever ridiculous amounts of outfits I want to buy and I want to be able to go out if I feel like going out. I want to be able to go out and get plastered and not have to worry about being woken up at 6 a.m. to a toddler wanting to come with daddy. I want to be able to move to another fucking country if that's what I feel like doing. But I can't because this hood, parenthood, is the most ghetto hood I have ever been to. You got to share everything. Nothing is yours anymore. Your food? No. Your money? No. Your time? No. Everything costs double and triple. If I want to go on a date night, I got to pay for the date. And the babysitter. What? If I want to go out to the club, I got to pay for a babysitter for long enough for me to have a good time. But I can't even, like, get fucked up and get lit. Because I got to be up in the morning. Because that babysitter is going to leave. And in the morning, Journey Soleil doesn't give a shit that daddy was outside pounding back um, Jack and Cokes all night. <laughs> like, I have to plan everything weeks and months in advance and find daycare. And don't even get me started on daycare. My daycare costs a whole nother rent. Parenting makes you consider OnlyFans. Just for fans. 
Prostitution. By the way, I'm pro ho. So don't even. But it's like, how do you make this shit work? How? I surprise myself every damn month. And believe it or not, I make pretty decent money. I do. And yet I'm always broke. Yet I can't buy the things that I be wanting to buy when I want to buy them. I've been meaning to get a BBL for years now. But I can't because I got kids. <laughs> that broke best friend thing is, is real life. They just take, take, take. And man, even your me time ain't your me time. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty about not enjoying being a parent. Um, I think for a lot of us, there was that joy of having a little mini me, right? And having somebody to love unconditionally, but like the work that you have to do is astounding. It's fucking exhausting. And for me, like when I was a kid, I didn't see myself living past 25. I know that's depressing, but it's the truth. I never thought I was gonna have kids. I didn't like kids when I was a kid. I still don't like other people's kids. I'm just being honest. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm gonna be real with y'all. It's what I'm here for. I did not want kids. Again, I wouldn't trade my kids for the world. Somebody is going to take this and, and run with it. And that's fine. I know what I said and I know how I feel. But in parenting, it's given very much, mm -mm, give somebody else to do it. I want access to my kids. But I don't want to be a parent all the time. It's too much anxiety. You got to be on guard all the time. Like, and now you have this person or these people, depending on how many kids you have, these human beings who you have grown attached to. They came from your fucking body. And like, if anything were ever to happen to them, your life would end. But the thing about life is that you can't control what happens to them for real. Do you know how mentally and emotionally draining that is to have to consider all of those things? Mm. I always get asked if I knew then what I know now, would I still have kids? The answer is no. No. And right now, that sounds crazy to say because I know I would miss my children ridiculously. But I would have not had met them <laughs> if I knew then what I know now. I wouldn't have known them. There wouldn't have been nothing to miss. I would have just been better about using condoms. I love my kids. But parenting is zero stars. Would not recommend. The pay is low. The hours are long. And unrelenting. And it's expensive here. 
We are not okay. Parents, we are not okay. Every single thing that I do is picked apart. Um, and, and my words are misconstrued and, and, and turned around. The other day, I made a, a post on my Instagram story um, because, you know, uh, Azalea has uh, recently found her love of TikToking. And I'm all for my kid having a creative out outlet. And while there are a lot of people who feel like, you know, kids of a certain age shouldn't have TikTok and yada, 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 um, to them, I say, worry about your kids and I'm going to worry about mine. That being said, uh, she's really trying to gain, her, gain, you know, build her followers up. And so whenever she posts something, especially when I think it's especially good, I'll share it. What I noticed was that um, when I shared Azalea's things, nobody was liking it, barely anybody was commenting on it. Uh, but when I shared things when it came to Journey, uh, everybody was gushing over or will gush over her, her content, which I love that for Journey. But just because Azalea's older doesn't mean that she shouldn't be gushed over as well. Um, so I made a post and I was like, you know, it's really starting to piss me off that people aren't supporting my child. If you support both of my kids equally is basically where I went with it. Somebody took that that post and and was like, oh, you're pitting your kids against each other and yada, 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 yada. What? Me wanting my children to receive equal energy is misconstrued as pitting my kids against each other, that is absolutely absurd. The other thing that I get a lot of pushback about, and I, I really went back and forth about whether or not I was going to talk about this, but I am. So Azalea is nine years old. Uh, she does not live with me full time. She lives in New Jersey full time with my ex-husband, who she calls her poppy. And um, it's been that way for a really long time. Um, the first question I usually get when I talk about my kids is, "Where's I thought you had two kids. Why don't you ever have your oldest kid? Um, which really is nobody's business because she's nine. She could have just decided that she didn't want to be on social media. But the way people ask is very judgy. It's very judgy. Um, and then when I explain that she lives in New Jersey full time, people are like, well, why don't you have her full time? And don't you feel some type of way that you don't have her full time? And I've even had negative remarks in regards to, well, you don't even take care of your kids and yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. The craziest thing is when we're talking about co-parenting and things of that nature, um, again, the non-gestational parent, if they don't have their kids full-time, nobody bats an eyelash. Nobody cares. There's no judgment. There's no judgment at all. I chose not to put all of my business on um, Front Street when it came to custody and things of that nature of my child. 
And I don't ever feel like I need to explain myself to anyone. Let me just be clear with that. That being said, the first few years after my ex-husband and I split um, were extremely tumultuous. He was not happy about the fact that we were no longer together. And due to this, we had a lot of issues with him blocking me. Now, to be clear, when, um, when we separated, uh, I was living in Philly. We were both living in Philly. When we separated, he decided to move back to Jersey, which was okay because Philly and Jersey are right there, right? Um, there was a lot of bitterness happening. And I'm just being honest, and I feel like I can say this now because me and him are cool. And he's since apologized, and we've moved on with life. Uh, but there was a lot of times when I couldn't see my child. If I ever started dating somebody new, I got blocked. If I ever said anything that he felt was, I don't know, I got blocked. I couldn't see my child. I had no way of getting in contact with her. I had no way. I didn't have a car. When I was, after we split, I was broke. I was just trying to make ends meet and figure out who I was. Because what people forget is how bad my postpartum depression was. I was super suicidal. I barely made it out of that shit alive. And I'm not even kidding. Like it was, that was literally the scariest time of my life. And people do not understand that because nobody listens to you when you're sad. Nobody wants to hear that. They just think you're being depressing and they avoid it because they don't want to feel sad. And it's a whole lot. So when we separated, I decided that I did not want to be selfish. I wanted Azalea to go with her other dad because I knew that I was still fighting postpartum depression, anxiety, and PTSD. And I trusted that me sending her with him wasn't going to end up in it being this nasty back and forth exchange when I'd be wondering when I was going to see my child again. Um, but that's what it came to. And... People just don't understand the dynamics of the way things go. I don't have family like that. I have nobody to lean on. For me, it's just me. When myself and my um, ex-husband split, uh, he, he had his family to lean on. They helped him get a car. They he, you know, he, he went back to his hometown where he had sisters and cousins and uncles and aunts and grandparents. And I had nothing. I couldn't, I had nobody to go live with. I had none of that. I had to build myself back up. And I'm just not one of those parents that's selfish enough to bring my child down with me if I have any other option. And the other option was to not be selfish. So that's what I did. But I'm constantly, constantly berated and demonized because I don't have my child full time. And the only reason why I don't have my child full time is not because I don't want her full time, but because of the way the laws are set up in New Jersey. There's nothing I can do about it. So I'm the best parent I can be from afar. I moved states away 
so that I could afford to live, so that I could make sure that my child has the life that she deserves. So I can make sure my children have the life that they deserve. But the fact is, I shouldn't have to explain any of this. And this is why I hate being a parent. There's guilt. There's so much guilt. There's so much guilt in everything you do. And the constant anxiety of wondering all of the things that could happen. This world is cruel. It is cruel. I wonder what will happen to my kids when they grow up. What is this good, is the state of the world going to be? I feel guilt for bringing them into a world that's so filled with hate and anger and jealousy and discrimination. And they're, gonna, they're black. And as of now, they're black girls. And as somebody who grew up as a black girl, I understand not having autonomy over yourself, not having a voice, not having a feeling like you could have autonomy over your own body or explore your life or figure out who you are because society has already done that for you. I don't want that for my kids. It is a constant 24-7 thought. I wake up thinking about my kids. I go to sleep thinking about my kids. I'm not allowed to navigate relationships. When I navigate relationships in society, I'm a bad parent. We're not allowed to have normal breakup things. We're supposed to be able to read people's minds and know their intentions for us because we're parents. I get ostracized for, one, having two different, my kids having two different dads. That's the first part. Oh, you couldn't even, they couldn't even have the same dad, da 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 But also because the, the relationships didn't work out with them. Nobody cares whether or not the relationships were good for me. They don't care whether or not I was subject, subjected to abuse or the relationships were just toxic for whatever reasons. All they see is that somebody who gave birth, specifically a trans person, because you know they feel like we're incompetent completely, um, couldn't keep a man, couldn't keep a relationship. Sometimes, sometimes I wish that I wasn't a parent, but then that thought quickly dissipates because I love my kids. But let me tell you, society makes it difficult. If you're a black woman and you're listening to this, I know you understand. If you're a black woman who has given birth, a black mother, I know you understand this. You get how we are treated. If you're a mother in general, black, white, green, blue, purple, I know you understand this. Add the layer of being trans and not identifying as a mother and the climate of transness today Sometimes I just want to give up. I never will. Anybody who knows me knows I never will. But there are days when I just want to give up. There are days when I am at my wit's end. There are days when I just want to get up, go outside, and maybe run to the store and not have to get my toddler dressed and, and deal with her tantrums because she didn't like the way that her dress 
was clipped that day or the fact that uh, I asked her to clean up her mess or whatever. Some days I just want to be Caden. Some days I just want to share inappropriate memes and be able to freely talk about having sex the way my kids got here and enjoying sex and being a sexual being without people being like, well, your kids are going to see this one day. How the fuck do you think they got here? The stork didn't bring them. I'm still a person with needs, wants, desires. And me having kids should not strip that away from, from me. This society is why so many parents drive off of bridges and unalive themselves and do the things because all of this pressure to be the perfect parent is debilitating sometimes. Let's not forget that we still have to provide. We still have to be there. When our kids get sick, we still have to be on the front line. We still have to navigate relationships and friendships and family and work-life balance and just paying attention to ourselves. There are days when I do not eat all day because I'm so engrossed in being a parent I'll go most of the day. My child has eaten three, four times throughout the day. I haven't eaten once. I want to take a shower and I'll have to wait till the end of the day because I'm so enveloped in being a parent. It is a job, a 24-7 job where you're overworked, underpaid, underappreciated, but you're expected to be perfection. No, I don't like being a parent. Yes, I absolutely love and adore my kids and I wouldn't trade them for the world. I would never change being a parent now that I got to meet my two beautiful children who I can't stay angry at who I aspire to give the world to. But I still hate being a parent. And two things can be true at once. And now it's time for Caden Reads. On this episode of Caden Reads, we have Black Samurai. This man has a playlist on his TikTok um, called Brutally Honest. First of all, he's so fucking aggravating. He gives me black man who dates white women, not because he's not attracted to, to black women, but because black women don't want him. Like, if little dick energy was a person, it's him. From his that brown ass, annoying ass snaggle tooth in the front of his mouth to just his voice, the way he moves and his smugness. Like, how are you that confident and that unattractive all at the same time? Make it make sense. So this man makes this whole think piece about let's get brutally honest 
And he talks about this week we're speaking Latin. And he talks about the prefixes of cis and trans and how suddenly we're using Latin prefixes. Who's going to tell him? Who's going to tell him how much of the English language is comprised of words that have Latin prefixes? Then this dirty dick, no ass washing, probably got shit stains all over his draws, having ass boy, go and talk to me about, well, do you, do you, when you, when you order a coffee, do you ask if the, do you ask for caffeinated coffee? Do you ask uh, for wet water or hot fire? He really thought he ate that up. Because caffeinated coffee is a thing. And so is decaf. And no, I might not ask for wet water, but I might ask for alkaline water or sparkling water or spring water or distilled water or hot water or cold water, iced water. Why is it that people are actively acting like they've never heard an adjective before with this whole cisgender conversation? Let's start there. But why did little Dick McGee decide that this was his space to speak on. The craziest part about all of this is how cisgender men are inserting themselves in this conversation, trying to, trying to uh, back up cisgender women that are fake mad about this whole cisgender word, the fake rage that's going on about it. The craziest part is they get up on these platforms and they only address trans women which I never understood that, as though the word cisgender doesn't pertain to them as well. I just want people like Mr. Black to worry about cleaning off the schmegma off of his little tiny penis, wiping his ass properly, and keeping up with his dental visits. That's what I want for him. I just know he wears old New Balances that are just leaning to the side. I just know he's one of those dudes that be like, yeah, girl, I'm about to rock your world. And then pulls out a Vienna sausages and pumps three times and be dripping sweat all over that poor unsuspecting lady. Worry about your own shit, sir. Now you have the day you deserve. Thank you all so much for watching. We don't owe you shit. Please go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, share this podcast if you enjoyed listening. And we'll see you next week.